hi. Are you really saying hi, or is this a dream? Uh, don't. You really? You don't like that, do you? Don't get me started. I think this is going to be really interesting because I, um, I didn't realize you didn't like uh, that sort of stuff in a movie. I mean, I liked Tenet recently, which is what I would have to be able to like. The, it's the closest thing I've recently seen that I could compare it to. Okay, so, I haven't seen Tenet. Oh, so. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a pleb. But you know, like a type of movie. Yeah, like a mind bender. Well, you're trying to figure out what's happening, what timeline are you in, you know, all those different things. But I liked it in Tenet. I don't know why I didn't like it here. Is it because you kind of like went into the movie with an ex like an expectation of something else. Maybe. I don't think I thought that that's what this movie was about. Yeah, um, cause he, I knew that's what it was about. Cause I, um, and the movie of course being total recall from 1990, uh, with, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, I saw the remake that I believe came out in like 2012. Um, and that was my only experience with it. And I didn't like it. Um, I thought it was like, whatever the remake, um, who's the main actor who takes his position? Uh, someone that you don't like, but I don't know why you don't like him. Um, uh, but one of my favorite actors, uh, Colin Farrell. Oh my God. He is very much miscast though in the movie. Cause like, I, I don't think he like, if you're going to go up again, like, you, you know, he can't match Arnold's gravitas, Colin you know, like Farrell, huh? That's who they really got. Here's the thing, though. Colin Farrell suits the character better, but if you're comparing it to, like, Schwarzenegger, you know, I mean, Schwarzenegger's so larger than life. Uh-huh. You got to get someone who can be comparable to that, and it's not Colin Farrell. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I I liked the movie more towards the end. I liked it more towards the end as well, because I... um. I think I in general liked it more than you, but I was a little like, I wasn't getting sick of it, but there was a point where I was like, all right, all right, come on. Really guys. <laughs> well, it was really long. I thought it felt longer than it was. Cause it was only about an hour and like 45 minutes or so. Yeah. And I thought it just went on forever. Well, I mean, yeah, it was, yeah, it was nearly a two hour movie. Y- you're correct about this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was nearly a two-hour movie, but it felt like a three-hour movie. It, it did feel rather long, and um, I don't know why that is. Like, I don't know. I wasn't, like... And they skipped like, a lot of, like, the details. I mean, granted, we didn't need them. Yeah, well, I feel like part... That's, like, part of, like, older movies, like, movies, like, in the 90s and the 80s and stuff. Like, I feel like a lot of them, they don't, like, get bogged down with the details. I feel like that's something that movies do more nowadays. Like I feel like like movies feel the need they have to explain things a bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you look at like the older um, Star Wars movies, no one really questioned those. It's like, how does the Force work? That's something they would explain more, and they tried to explain. You know, in the newer movies, this kind of reminded me of like a Star Wars type of movie. Yeah. Why? Why do you say that? Uh, I don't. Just the entire like. Uh, Mars planet, all the different aliens mm-hmm. and mutants. Thing. I mean, like, I, f- but this is based off a book, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. So, I don't, I don't think the book 
I think the book came probably came out before like Star Wars. I so, I don't know. So maybe it, I don't know. maybe it wasn't entirely like inspired from Star Wars, but like I couldn't maybe have, visually. Me, yeah, I guess maybe the visuals could have been. Um, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, there were some, like, sweeping, like, some of the sweeping shots, like, with the miniatures. It did kind of remind me of, like, some of the techniques that they used in Star Wars. Like, when people would be flying around the, like, uh, Death Star or something. Um, but, uh, and I, maybe even, like, some of the music, like, it kind of, like, had that, like, a little bit of a quality um, uh, to to Star Wars's. But, um, I don't know, I didn't really see, like, my big comparison with this movie was it reminded me of the first Bourne film, The Bourne Identity, Um, because that just deals with someone who um, is dealing with, uh, uh, what's it called, Um, oh god, uh, Amnesia, Uh and um, played by Matt Damon, who actually, I think, would probably do if, if they did the remake of total recall i actually think he could have done a better job than colin farrell um and but maybe that's just because i have born on the mind but like he like starts like figuring out his past and realizes like he he was like this secret agent type character so a uh, lot of parallels actually to to this um but this is you know set in the sci-fi um environment and uh you have you have the mutants and you, you know you have Schwarzenegger you have cheesy dialogue you know you have everything in this movie. Yeah, you know I think the reason I didn't like it uh, when comparing it something like Tenet is um, when you watch Tenet you're not thinking like oh is this a dream when you watch it you're it's pretty clear that like this is actually happening and Mm -hmm. they have to use like the different time travel mechanics in order to like accomplish their goal. So he, so I think that's what I dislike here is, um, it made you think too much. Well, no, same reason I didn't like you were saying same reason I didn't like inception. Like I just, I don't care. It does not interest me to like, come to the revelation that something that a story is real or not. Like if that's like your main twist or goal in a movie, like I could care less. I could care less. I just want like a, a story. And when you try to like fake me out with the story and be like, Oh, oh, oh," (laughs) like (laughs) guess what? None of it happened. I'm just kind of like, what's the fucking point? I get that. I get that. I think the movie does it well, though. Like it got better. It got better as it went. In the beginning, I was not sold, but as it as it went, and as they finally told us like what some of the stakes were and what was happening exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then I was like, okay, finally. Now I'm not just sitting here and trying to like. Twiddle my thumb. Yeah, they. It's you're in the dark for too long, and it makes me want to. It makes me lose interest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm like, fine if you're gonna make a movie and have it be like a dream sequence thing, but like, I I need something. I need something quick, like at least by the midpoint. Yeah. And they didn't reveal it here until like the last like 
last like 30 minutes or so. Yeah, like the last 25% of this movie, you yeah. figure out some stuff. and Which I, I want to say, like, I thought that revelation, at first I was a little bit lukewarm. Which I one? Like, I which don't know if I, the, the, big, <laughs> the big revelation of like the air? that he was in cahoots, like his old version, old self. Oh. What was he called? Um, His old, it was like high something. Hauser? Hauser, yeah. Um, he was with cahoots with like the big bad. Um, okay. I still don't even understand that. Like, was that really a version of him? Yes. So that yeah, was, so, that was a version of him before yes. his mind was wiped. Yes. He was in, he was in cahoots and, and um, once and his then, mind was wiped somehow or another, he had like a change of heart when it came to like. Yeah, because he was just a different person. I mean, he was, you know, he, like he wasn't Hauser anymore. Now he was Quaid. Okay. But they didn't make him Quaid. He just woke up with that personality. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think, um, I mean, they, you know, they did it so that he can, I guess, infiltrate <laughs> the, um, uh, the, like you know, so he can like lead them back to uh, what was that the the big mutant so or like the he, yeah I don't even yeah. know his name but like why did they need to be led back to that guy what what was that guy hiding from them like you know what I, I mean know. Like, well I guess yeah yeah no I mean I I can't give you what a good did they need from that, that guy because obviously they already knew there was a reactor on the planet and that's the only information that guy well, had. Yeah, he but, like, no, that guy knew, but, like, no one else knew, you know? Okay, so, Except like... Except for the bad guy. So, it's like, oh, we gotta get this guy out. Okay, sure, but, like, then why didn't that mutant, like, if he had this knowledge, just fucking tell everyone? Like, why did he I keep mean, it to himself the entire time? You know, unfortunately, he died, so we can't ask him that. Like, literally, he? why? He's why would you keep such information to yourself? I have no clue. Like, it makes zero sense to me. Maybe maybe it's like the the Benny syndrome because Benny we, we thought we could trust Benny and then Benny turned out to be a <laughs> double crosser so maybe Dude, that's why I I don't fucking I that doesn't sell it for me it is some of that stuff I agree it is a little bit like it doesn't quite make sense like I what I just like about that revelation is and it's something that the um, again I'm blanking on the mutant's name but like the main something with a K. Um, Kuwait, Kauai, Kauai, or Kuwait. Kuwait, I don't know. But Kauai said, um, or Kuwait said, uh, it's not like the, uh, it's not about like who you were. It's something along the lines of like, it wasn't like, it's not about your memories. It's about what you do or something like that. Basically suggesting that um, he knew that uh, Quaid, you know, maybe as Hauser wasn't, you know, a on their side wasn't a good person, but it doesn't matter anymore. You know, he's an empty canvas. He can do whatever he wants. It's in his power to do what he wants to do next. And and what, you know, Quaid decides to do is to um, help them, you know, help the uh, the people of Mars, the mutants. <laughs> I mean, I guess, um, but like, he was like literally living in the caves for like this entire day. Like, I just have... It makes no sense to me why he would just let himself live in caves for who knows how long holding this information about what could free this entire group of people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree with you. And uh, maybe, maybe we missed something. 
I don't know. Um, but I had that same thought. I was like, oh, this, this stuff, it, it isn't as like developed as I would want it to be. It's just kind of a lot of happenstance and convenience. And, yeah. Oh, here we are. <laughs> Which, who knows, maybe, I mean, the way it ends, it still could be a dream. I mean, maybe... Very well could be. I mean, maybe everything was all haphazard because it is a dream. Yeah, could be. I mean, that's how dreams often are. And, so. I, and I'm fine with that too, but like, I want to know if it was or wasn't. Like, I don't want... I'm, I hate, I'm still of the mindset that it's not a dream. I don't... Like, I think it all happened. I don't know. I don't know what I think. And I hate that I have to think about it because I just... Aww. I just want them to tell me. Oh, poor baby. Ugh. I'm like, I'm fine with it. It's just like my, my issue with that sort of stuff happens when like, I feel like the movie's tonally a little inconsistent. Like occasionally, it, you know, it wants you to really like, oh, think about this. Oh, what could it be? You know, and it's, you know, trying to uh, really have the audience think. But at the same time, the movie has a lot of these like, you know, really cheesy 90s lines, you know, like, uh, um, uh, you know, Schwarzenegger being like, consider that a divorce. And, <laughs> and you know, just like stuff like that. And, oh, what was the, oh, my favorite line in the movie? He's got a hologram, you oh. know, like, you know, it's, it's like they have like these really like tonally, it's like, it's a little bit all over the place. You have a lot of high concepts going on, but then you also have some of these cheesy dialogue. And maybe that's also part of the charm of the movie, you know, that it does all this, like, it was Movie definitely like this could not exist today. I mean, it was entertaining for sure. Like I, yeah. I thought like a lot of his, the outrageous charisma was kept. It kept me invested for yes. You know, as much as I disliked a lot of things about this movie, like sure, sure. Yeah, the charisma was like okay. Like I can let it slide. And I, I also want to. Um, really talk about that hologram scene at the end oh. uh, where they're like that, that scene's really, really creative. The last Jedi. <laughs> maybe that's where, yeah, maybe they got a little bit of inspiration from that, but like mm-hmm. it, um, the whole time. And I, I, I'm sure the filmmaker was thinking like, Oh, like people probably forgot about the hologram. So this is going to be a great, I mean, you know, it was reveal so, so convenient for them to talk about a hologram for 10 seconds. And then, I mean, in the beginning, well, he gave himself a briefcase and it had the hologram. I know. So I mean, like, obviously, like, that's the thing. It, it had a good setup. What is it? It's it the payoff. It's the Chekhov's gun, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you love bringing up Chekhov's gun because, like, it's um, if you're gonna do something like that, everyone's like, ah, it's okay that it happened because they showed us it for five seconds an hour ago, so it was. It was introduced so he can get away with like <laughs> I'm fine with that. So I mean I just think it's funny that like you can get away with it as long as you like Chekhov's gun it. <laughs> See, but here here's the thing though, where that kind of falls apart. It's like well, I guess like the um the that one like henchman guy, um, like beneath the, the main villain, um he didn't know the main plan. Like he didn't know what that, you know, Hauser was uh, working for them originally. Mm-hmm. Um, and they made that pretty clear. So I guess he wouldn't have known about the hologram that he had it, but it's like, why, why even supply him with all that stuff? You know, like, why'd you even give him the hologram if he's not going to use it earlier in the movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So it's like, again, it's like things like that. I, I think not everything adds up and um, it is to the uh, movie's detriment. Um, but I still enjoyed it. I, I still, um, I, I think it's still charming. Um, do I want to see it again right away? No. no. No, not really. It didn't blow my mind. Like, you know, it, it's not going to be one of the movies that I remember, but I'm glad I... I saw it and I can say like, Oh yeah, I saw both <laughs> total recalls. <laughs> it's definitely better than the remake. Like this has a lot more charm. It's a lot more inventive and fun. Like the other one, there's nothing going for it. Um, but, th- but this one, it this definitely, is a, uh, this is a popcorn flick. Yeah. It's got, it's got some stuff. I, I think, um, it's literally like a for fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a fun movie. Um, you know, pe- people really like it. Like, it's one of those, like, that, quintessential, uh, like, does it have like, 90s a, movies. Does it have, like, a cult following or something? Oh, yeah. Like, the, some people, like, they say, like, this is one of the best action movies or one of the best sci-fi movies or one of Schwarzenegger's best. Um, and to that I say, not for me. I'll take any, <laughs> I'll take Terminator 1 or Terminator 2 over this. Um, you know, I'll take other any other sci-fi movie from the nineties, not any other, but like, you know, it's for me, it's not that I thought it was, it's fun. It's entertaining. Um, it's a bit convoluted. And maybe if you really think about some things, it doesn't all quite, you know, click into place like you would want it to. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a movie. It's it's not terrible. It's a movie. It's definitely a movie. I mean, okay. I feel like I'm being a little, mean here because there is a there is a lot of good things about this film like the set design the creativity design yeah the creativity of costumes yeah the creative makeup the costumes and makeup the special effect like there was a lot of like good things here that really helped uh, i mean and you know all the futuristic technology that they showed was really cool ugly cars like um something as minor as like that one scene where the the um, secretary is doing her nails, and she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." She's clicking her nails and changing their color. Like that's yeah, that, that was, was cool. really cool. You know, it's so simple, yeah. but something like that was like, um, it brings you into like the the setting they're trying to create. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think they do a really good job at that. It makes you really feel like this is a real place. Um, yeah, and even like looking at it from like even the narrative uh and i mentioned this while we were watching i i do like that they just kind of like they start they don't really give you too much setup they like you know you're, you're kind of you know you start off okay so you're just thrown in married <laughs> yeah he's married he's had these dreams about mars um he wants to do more with his life boom go to recall mm-hmm. that's like that's your setup and it's enough to get you going and to still be asking all these relevant questions throughout. So they, you know, they knew what they were doing. They, they had a great, you know, world to support all this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, some good stuff. and I, I do think like the big reveal that the government is, um, holding resources from people, yeah, holding oxygen. Yeah. I mean, like it really does relate to like, you know, social issues where government governments yeah. try to control people by 
limiting their uh, their access, yeah, their access to resources and what they can use to better themselves and survive. So I yeah. mean, even though it's like a fun movie, I do think that like there's definitely that um, that type of message here that mm-hmm. is interesting to see. Um, and I do think it's conveyed well at the end of the day. So I like it. I like that part of it. Such a roller coaster with you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the movie, it's not my favorite movie, but no, no. Um, I, I would be wrong to say that there wasn't a lot of good things here still. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of good things. I, I stand by though. I don't, I don't know how much this movie is going to stick with me. It won't. You know? It's not going to stick with me. Like, it's not something that, like, changed my world. Yeah. But I can I can respect it. I can respect it for what it is and what it does. And, you know. And I'm glad and, I watched it. You know, I'm glad I, I can maybe talk about it to someone who has put themselves through such tort. Uh, never mind. Anyway, so what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, first of all, maybe um, if we talk to someone who has had a lot of time to really think about this movie, maybe, you know, they can provide some clarity for us because mm-hmm. um, we're, you know, we're newbies. We just literally just finished watching it. Oh, um, I wanted to talk about my favorite character. Oh, well, go right ahead. Um, It's not Benny, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Benny was wild. That was wild. I knew... <laughs> Benny, um, I knew he was going to do that too. Like, uh, I knew he, I kept thinking like he's going to slip up even before he had his big reveal. Th- the fact that he brought up like he had five kids. I was like, <laughs> I feel like he's going to say at one point that he has like a different number of kids and that's going to be a plot point. And lo and behold, that happened. Um, but I didn't think he was going to be a villain. So they got me there. But, but who's really your favorite funny. character? Uh, Tony. <laughs> Tony. You don't Which one's Tony? <laughs> remember, um, they get he, uh, Quaid gets to Mars and they uh-huh. like they're in that last resort bar or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. he has a scuffle with that one mutant for some reason or another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, when Tony's mu- not the mutant. He is the mutant. He's that mutant. And oh, okay, okay. Remember when they're coming back and. Uh, Melina's like Tony, and I oh, yeah, yeah. guess, and he like, and he like immediately rushed to this trap door, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire bar was in on in the escape <laughs> plan somehow. Like they rehearsed this, and yeah, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger even through like the past scuffle he had with this character turns yeah, turns like, turns him, and he's like, "Thank you, Tony." <laughs> and like, I was just like. <laughs> That was, I like that. I it's like I'm a, glad they didn't kill Tony off either. It's a little redemption for both characters because I don't even know who was right or wrong in the scuffle they had, but I like yeah, yeah. I like how they were, and it's just like it's such a non-issue in the movie, but like <laughs> the fact that they were able to put away their scuffle for yeah, the yeah, greater yeah. good of more and yeah, for the greater good <laughs> and they just look at each other and they're like thank you i like i thought that was so funny okay well my um here i'll give you my favorite character it's um i don't remember his name now but it's the it's the main henchman 
the yeah. not not the main villain, but the the other guy. I don't know which one that is. I don't know which one you're talking about. The the guy that lost both his hands. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And I just and here's why I like him because early on, and I mentioned this to you, um, when um, Quaid's wife, um, like when all that's being uncovered, he Quaid basically like throws some sort of jab how like uh, she she like the wife likes him more than the henchman mm-hmm. or something like that and and you can tell he's like somewhat bothered by it, but you, you don't really know it's like well what's the relationship here how like what does he think of like who is she to him and then when quaid kills her and he runs off and then the henchman guy uh finds her body you don't need any sort of dialogue you know exactly what he's feeling he's feeling heartbreak and anger and then you realize like oh she meant something to this guy um, and from that point on, he has one thing to do in this movie and that it's to kill Quaid and he will do anything he can to achieve that. And I just like, I like that they inserted a little bit of humanity and a little bit of a backstory in such a simple little thing. It's like you give him, you gave him enough motivation, you know, for the rest of the movie. Like earlier on, I didn't really find him compelling. I was like, Oh, he's just a henchman. But as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, but now he has, you know, there's some stakes involved. There, There's reasoning behind this. And I liked it. And I liked some of the, uh, there oh, there was one piece of dialogue that he had. Um, I, I'm like blanking on it now. But uh, when uh, when the main uh, uh, villain guy uh, was basically telling him like, oh, yeah, you can go kill Quaid. I think he said like about goddamn time or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, oh, it's happening. Um, so, uh, he, he was pretty great. I, it's like, you know, they, like some of these characters may come off a little, you know, uh, one dimensional, but they, the movie to its credit, it, it really inserts these moments, you know, uh, to them and makes them far more interesting than, you know, th- than I think they would be otherwise. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely agree. I see that point. Yeah, and you know it's the movie has a, a tough task because it um you know it's coming on the heels of we just saw a girl who walks home alone at night mm-hmm. and that might be the best movie we've ever seen True. on this podcast. So it's you know it's hard to live up to that. Um, and I think this this movie is a far cry from Frozen Two. Oh my God! I don't even want to talk about that movie. Uh, so. All in all, I say, not bad. Wish it kind of lived up more to the to the hype surrounding it, but uh, a a solid '90s sci-fi action flick. I agree. I agree. What would you give it? Um, I'd probably give it like a probably like a seven. Give it a seven. Ooh. Okay. What would you give it? I'd give it a 10 points. I'd give it like between a five and a six, somewhere around there. Okay. Like a light six, light six, strong five, strong five. A strong five, light six. Yeah. I'm, I'm going all in on my seven. Strong five, light six for me, but I liked it less than okay. you. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's to be expected a little bit. Well, speaking of expectations, here's the, uh, here's our check um that's really weird no uh there's no number value on this check it just says uh follow us on instagram 
My Dinner with Pod. What if this is all a dream? I guess I technically don't need to pay this. No, no, no. Huh? No, no. 